I, I don't really know where to start for people who aren't familiar with this kind of disgusting uh, machine that the media is and how it works. Perhaps it's enough, it's enough to say uh, that most human wars have come about as a result of lies. And that seems absolutely clear in democracies, that democracies have to be lied into war. Uh, it's a, it's a, a very serious ongoing problem. It has resulted in the, in the deaths of millions of people in the last 50 years. And I say, ladies and gentlemen, the absolute worst case that could happen is that we don't ask those questions, is that we do simply trust the government because we have evidence that when we do that, things go wrong. You asked generally about what kind of programs were happening, uh, not just in Germany, but around the world. This is the one that everyone's familiar with, the PRISM timeline. U.S. internet service providers, the one that everybody relies on around the world, started going beyond what the law required to cooperate with the government and give them access to people's data without warrants. But this was the first time that the CIA was openly advocating for permission to have been able to torture. And that seemed to me so abhorrent that I wanted to disassociate myself from the CIA for the first time since 1963 because I didn't want to be associated in any way, however remotely, with an agency engaged in torture. But the NASCAR drivers all wear like the sponsorship on their uh, uniforms from the different companies that sponsor them. And I really think that in our Congress in the United States, every member of Congress should have to wear the <laughs> logos of every company that paid for them to get to Washington. Eight hundred and fifty bases in the world, military bases, when the rest of the world combined, including Russia and China, has less than ninety. Uh, we're an empire. We we would we would make Rome's emperors at the height of the Western Empire in particular shudder. We are so powerful it's pitiful, but it's going. It's going, it's ebbing, it's running out fast. And if we don't figure out a way to find an off-ramp into this kind of world I was talking about, comedy, collaboration, cooperation, um, we're going out catastrophically. And the more people think about those questions, the more Rosa Parks and Edward Snowden's and Sophie Scholl's there will be. That was probably the biggest lesson that I learned in doing this work. The lesson is that courage is contagious. The mainstream media are an ideological instrument. You know, they have uh, they have owners. They have commitments. They have. Uh, uh, advertising support and so on. But we shouldn't have any illusions. They're not coming from Mars. They are based on existing institutions of, of power uh, and domination within our societies. And that affects uh, the way what they choose to discuss at all, some things they don't discuss, and the ways in which they do it. It would be almost a miracle if that weren't true. And when they condemn actions like these, that should be taken as praise. Say we're doing the right thing. And it is essential for us as Democrats, as progressives, and this is what DiEM25 is trying to do in Europe, 
to unite across um, different uh, European countries and forget about the old-fashioned political system, going to a new politics that confronts simultaneously the collapsing um, ruling class uh, apparatchiks and the rising fascists, nationalists, xenophobes. This is a difficult struggle, but this is our generation's duty. You know, these, the primacy of the profits of these industries come before the health and well-being of, of the human race and of the, uh, you know, the planet itself. Um, so the only hope we have is to build sustained mass movements uh, that engage in uh, civil disobedience. Um, I'm not naive enough to tell you that it's going to work. Uh, but to somehow trust, I think, in the structures of power at this point is very naive. Because you cannot get climate justice unless you also have economic and social and racial and immigrant justice. As Martin Luther King said, a threat to justice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Hi everyone, I'm Taylor Hudak with Activism Munich reporting to you from London on the Julian Assange extradition hearing. Now, national security defendants in the United States are often tried in the U.S. Eastern District Court of Virginia, which is known as the Espionage Court, because no national security defendant has ever won a case there. This is the exact court that Assange would be tried in if extradited. People need to wake up and inform themselves and act out, I mean, speak out about this issue, inform people that these, these charges have nothing to do with Russia, they have nothing to do with the election, that they are about exposing war crimes. And if we're gonna lock people away, um, facing 200 years in prison for exposing war crimes, what kind of country, what kind of world are we gonna live in? There is hope. There is hope as long as we can gather here, as long as we can give a voice to those who don't have a voice anymore. Free Chelsea Manning, free Julian Assange, free all the whistleblowers who are in prison today. And I have to say um, here, each of us will also share, and to me it will happen without the faintest regret, in his ultimate fate, if we do not stop what is happening now. What is happening to Julian Assange is a crime and he must be freed. If we're going to free the world, we have to free Assange. Thank you and stay free.